0: Thank you so much for tuning in to Wove Inspiration Podcast with host Althea Richardson. Wove Inspiration features women and the men who love them, who use their voice to address issues such as mental health, wellness, abuse, and many other obstacles in life. Everyone has a story, some good, some not so good. The common factor for guests of Wove Inspiration are the solutions, and victorious ending. I am so excited to have this special guest on my show tonight. You know what? Her and I have the same mission, and the mission is to inspire and motivate as many people as we possibly can. Her name is Miss Sasha Mercedes Johnson. She is a licensed professional counselor, author, radio host, professor, and inspirational speaker that is also the founder of a nonprofit organization called Sisters Second Chance. Sasha, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your information.
1: Thank you for having me on this amazing show.
0: So Sasha, as I always do, I ask the question of, Where were you before you became all of the titles that I just mentioned? Where were you before all of that took place?
1: I was all over the place. That's the first thing. (laughs) I was (laughs) all over the place, my goodness. So prior to where I'm at right now, I've always been the type of person to kind of, I guess, do a lot as people say, Mm -hmm. but I was just lost. One minute I wanted to do hair, one minute I wanted to be a waitress, one minute I I don't know. I didn't know. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. But what I ended up doing is figuring out along the way that I loved helping people with mental health. I love figuring that part out, um, the psychology and helping people understand what was going on. So that's how I ended up in the lane that I'm in and found out that that was my passion.
0: Okay, okay. Was there any particular situation in life that was challenging for you that put you in that passionate mode? Because a lot of times when we go into different fields, it has something to do with things that we may have experienced in life. And now we're at a point where we're like, I don't want anyone to go through what I went through. I want to help those to overcome. So was that kind of the experience for yourself?
1: Yeah, absolutely. As I was, you know, just growing up and seeing how families interacted around me, first of all. You know, we used to always say if someone had a mental disorder or had something going on, you know, something ain't right with him, you Mm -hmm. know. Instead of just really understanding, oh, maybe this person has schizophrenia, maybe this person has depression, or whatever the case may be, we never really truly understood. So, as I was growing up and I would see stuff, and it was even with physical health sometimes, things that we would see, you know, nobody really had a clear understanding or could explain to me what was going on with people. So then I started to see it in my own family, started to see some of those manipulative behaviors, started to see some of the depression. And at the same time, I also, my mother started to experience some depression and I was able to, you know, kind of see it firsthand with her. And then as time went on, I wanted to help her, but I also wanted to understand what was going on. And of course, to try to avoid or break any type of curses that could come in our future,
0: mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, exactly. Now, you you seem like the type of person, because this was me, because my, my degree, my bachelor's degree is in psychology. And so once I started taking all of those classes, I was analyzing and, and counseling everybody. I'm like, okay, now I understand why so-and-so that's the way that they do because they have this and that and this and that going on um or I'm I'm like diagnosing folks now I'm not licensed but I just found myself um diagnosing everybody after I just got an understanding of psychology in and of itself so was it like that for you as well oh
1: absolutely and the thing (laughs) is I think I just had to get to a point where I had worked so much that it's like, I don't even want to diagnose you. But at first it was you walking down the street, you get a diagnosis, you get a diagnosis, you get a (laughs) diagnosis. And at the end of the day, like I tell a lot of people, all of us have some baseline situations like anxiety and some depression at times. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think that's another thing that we miss is that every single person on earth goes through anxiety at some point. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Everybody Mm -hmm. feels sad at some point. But of course, you know, we don't understand the normalcy in it in it You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you being a licensed professional counselor, what type of clients do you service?
1: So I have serviced all kind of clients. I, would <laughs> <laughs> I
0: have
1: to say that first, because yeah. when I started out in Montgomery, Alabama, we, I started off working in a correctional uh, mental health position. So I dealt with people that were coming out of Basically, corrective situations, uh, prison, jail, things like that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they may be in the homeless community, especially coming out of jail. Sometimes they couldn't go back to their families, especially if they were severely mentally ill. Mm-hmm. Then um, I went from doing that to uh, working in a, a school-based setting and then moved on into a inpatient unit. Which was very interesting because a lot of times I would be having to do on-call services at the emergency room, Ooh. so I got all kinds of people. Then, of course, all kinds of situations, all kind of and get boo-boo thrown at you and cussed oh, out and you know, all kind of stuff. But um, honestly, now it's pretty settled, and for the most part, I deal with people that are well, definitely um, relationship therapy all the way around and trauma and definitely i would have to say a lot of anxiety and depression client
0: okay and i imagine that you are real busy um especially with 2020 um i think everybody should be in therapy at this point because of everything that we just came out of and slowly but surely getting back to whatever normal is now but what was your clientele like as far as men the amount of men or women that you were uh, servicing this time or like last year in March
1: men I I, I keep on trying to do this uh I guess you could say um motivating men to come Mm -hmm. I think everybody that I know their caseload for men is not steady and they don't they don't stick to their mental health at all um I would say I have maybe two percent of men on my caseload wow maybe and i continue to try to motivate men to utilize the services because i think it's just this stigma around men coming and expressing their emotions and it being okay and nobody saying oh you're a punk because you cried or you felt sad or whatever the case may be so it's definitely an issue that we need to um talk more about
0: Yeah, I definitely agree on that. So your demographics is primarily uh, women? Yeah. Is it uh, women of color or all all nationalities?
1: Uh, Primarily women of color, but I do have other nationalities on my
0: case. Okay. And so what is your thought on, as far as women of color and and mental health? Have you had any um, issues with women wanting to even see a therapist the black black women seeing a therapist
1: oh absolutely i think the black community itself is just kind of one of those you know how it is they Mm -hmm. don't want nobody to know that they are going to see somebody because they're supposed to be crazy just because they're seeing somebody or whatever the case may be. This, You know, this big uh, being ashamed or embarrassed about getting help. So I do have a lot of Black women and I applaud and I'm proud of all of, I call them my client friends, I don't call them clients. And I'm so proud of them um, because they have, most of them are very, about 75% of my caseload is very, very, very consistent with coming. And so I'm just really proud of them for coming out their shells and you know just being willing to you know express what they have going on and allow me to guide them.
0: Yeah, and and it's funny that you say that you know the conversation has always been in the in the uh, African American community is what goes in our house stays in our house. What yes. goes on in our house stays in our house. And but I, I really believe that it the that that type of mentality is actually starting to change. One of the things that I'm really super excited about seeing is uh, Taraji J. Henson on Facebook is now really talking about black people going to talk to therapists or whatever. And she's had a a number of of, uh, celebrities on her show as well that are coming out and sharing their story. So what do you think is the, the transitioning part of it? Or well, why do you think more people are wanting to talk about it now?
1: I think that especially what with, with she's doing is, first of all, I'm going to say amazing. She's my big sister and she don't even know it. Yeah, <laughs> so
0: yeah.
1: I love her, but um I think that what is going on is that people are realizing and becoming more aware of the importance of mental health mm-hmm. um you know a lot of people focus so much on physical but they don't realize how big mental health is it can cause physical you know what I mean yes and so the thing that she's doing and has access to it's amazing that she's utilizing people's you know the people they look up to celebrities um you know, just there's a lot of people that watch celebrities and they wanna, you know, you know how it is. You see mm-hmm. them, you wanna do what they do, you wanna see what they got going on. And, you know, it's unfortunate that our society, that's what we do. We watch our celebrities and try to be like it. So the thing is, she's utilizing and understanding that that is a thing that people do. And she's like, okay, hey, let me let you come and talk about your truth. Yeah. And that is, of course, encouraging people. To so understand it, they're human as well. They exactly. go through things as well. Yeah, and breaking that stigma.
0: Yeah, so I love the fact that they're the the celebrities that she's had on a show of being very transparent in with their lives, and they're showing that they are vulnerable. And you know, like you said, we're we're they're all human too. They just make more money than we do, <laughs> and, and are out there more than we are. But they they serve as a very good representatives as far as sharing their story about their struggles and everything and just being very transparent before their fans so i think that's really awesome one of the questions other questions that i wanted to ask was actually two of them you also work with the lgbt community is that correct Yes. Okay. Um, what, what kind of, what's the capacity as far as the type of treatment that you offer for that community?
1: Um, definitely, um, a lot shoot. I offer a lot of different, um, ranges of course, counseling. I'm sorry, not, I'm sorry, individual counseling, Mm -hmm. couple therapy. Um, I've had, that's really popular in the LGBT community with me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have a few individuals that's just trying to find themselves and, accept and be happy with themselves. So, you know, just, I guess you would more so say just being comfortable with their sexuality okay. and identity. So just trying to figure out things and understand what, where they are and being okay and happy with who they are. Yeah. So I also do some coaching. So, you know, it just depends on what lane that they fall in. And I try to, of course, not step in, you know, cross over into both lanes at the same time but mm-hmm. you know some are just literally coming for that motivation to say hey it's okay to be you it's okay to choose whatever you choose to to do with your life mm-hmm. and and having that support and that push behind them
0: okay And you had also mentioned that you do um, relationship therapy. Now, one of the, like I had mentioned before we got on on here, one of the projects that my friend and I are working on is uh, uh, working with single people, or single women, well, single women and men, and uh, talking about relationships from the standpoint of being a single Christian. It's a challenge not only for singles period but then being a single christian that's a whole different ball game because you're, you're you're wanting to try to live a certain standard but you know in all in all honesty there's there's problems you get into all kinds of struggles and challenges so um what type of clients do you work with as far as um relationship therapy
1: I'm, I'm very open when it comes to the type of clients that I work with with um, relationship therapy. I am a pretty well-rounded therapist, thank goodness. I I, I have to thank God for the experience I have. Mm-hmm. So when it comes down to doing relationship therapy, I have people that come that, I literally have a client right now that when she came to me, she was single and now she's in a whole relationship, you know? <laughs> so during that process, she before she talked about, you know, not loving her stuff so of course I did the relationship with self therapy with her and then now I've had the liberty of doing couples therapy with her and you know it just really it really depends and I have clients that are Christian I have clients that are more spiritual Mm -hmm. I have and I'm well-rounded enough that I can I can talk to you about crystals I can do the singing bowl, we can meditate together and I also know how to pray with
0: you you know
1: now I personally do not uh, impose any of my beliefs on my clients. Gotcha. So when they come to, to my session, you know, I may utilize with what, what I know is a value to them to make them feel better or help them understand, you know, kind of like where, like guide them basically. Yeah. yeah. So I do not impose any of my beliefs on my clients at all. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it helps to be versatile and to meet that person where they are and in helping them where they are as well so i i commend you for being very versatile and working with everybody and anybody because everybody needs help everybody's got problems and you know you just you work with them where they are at that point in their life so that's awesome um you are also an inspirational speaker i'm just going down the list because it's a really long <laughs> list oh, sorry, and i'm like oh girl don't apologize this is awesome it's because I can tell that your your passion is helping people, period. And so whatever whatever gifts and avenues that God has given you, praise God for it. <laughs> That's awesome. But as an inspirational speaker, what is, your, what is your overall theme when you're speaking to your audience?
1: Typically, my overall theme is they definitely like to have me speak on topics about um, motivation, definitely about um, self-care, Mm -hmm. definitely about relationships and we can't get away from um domestic type situations physical abuse and things like that because I've experienced physical abuse in a previous marriage so spousal abuse and um so I've had the liberty to talk about you know whatever when it comes to those different kind of platforms mental health period but I definitely have had people reach out to me to specifically have me talk about You know some of the things that i've experienced that they know from my book and things like that
0: okay and as you know you and i are motivational folks that want to motivate people how do you keep yourself motivated
1: Oh, keep I love doing
0: answer-
1: this. <laughs> Look, I love answering this question. So at first, I didn't. I didn't know what I was doing. I had no plan mm-hmm. to how I was gonna keep myself motivated. I was just kind of going with the flow, and you know that doesn't work for very long.
0: <laughs> and
1: finally, I choose now to motivate myself every day. Self development every day my son's was motivating me for a long time, but at some point it's like, Oh, I just, I'm tired, you know? <laughs> so now what I do every day, every day and have been doing pretty, pretty um consistently lately is I meditate in the morning, eight o'clock meditate in the morning. Um, I definitely read a self-development book for about, you know, maybe 15 minutes in the morning and then I work out. So that's my whole scenario for me right now. Do I do it? Do I do it every day? Sometimes I mess up and slip off, but for the most part, I've been really good about staying focused on that. And that motivates me to just find the light within myself because I feel like I'm resetting every time I meditate or pray. And then, you know, read the, whatever book I read is always going to be something that's benefiting my spirit. So, you know, the one I'm reading right now is nine laws, um, nine laws of success, actually. Okay. And, um, she talks about, you know, just how to refocus and uh, stay in alignment with positive things and changing the way we talk about what we
0: desire. Okay. Is there any particular mentors or anyone that... You know kind of guided you throughout your whole process and of doing everything that you're doing
1: i'm gonna actually i'm a, and the person that i'm gonna call out they don't even know how much they inspire me it's actually two people mm-hmm. when it comes down to um being in this field it was a couple of people i had my eyes on as i was going through um, my master's program and just being inspired by them and it, and it was just seeing a uh, black women getting to the level that they had gotten to okay. and so they're gonna be surprised to hear it, but I would have to say Miss Miranda Brown and I can't remember her married name she's gotten married <laughs> um and that might be her married now, name I might be getting them mixed up but either way Miranda Brown and Lynn Boyd they both were my professors in um my master's program at Troy University and I just always was like oh man you know a brown girl did that, you yeah. know, I can do that too, you know? And, um, I now have gotten into the arena of like writing grants and stuff and actually been getting doing really well for my business and my nonprofit. And one person that really inspired me was Miranda because I saw her doing it. And I was like, let me check this out and figured it out. So I would have to say that those two people really inspire me. And I really don't think that they know how much they inspired me. So I'm trying to let them know that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, they'll know this after this airs. Uh, they will definitely know for sure. And then, speaking of a um, nonprofit, you are also the founder of n- a nonprofit organization called Sisters Second Chance. Tell the audience about that organization.
1: Sisters Second Chance is my baby, okay? um I started this organization. I started the organization when I needed the organization, to be honest wow. with you. yeah. <laughs> so I was a single, uh, I'm still a single mother. And when I say single, I'm a solo single mother, no, no real help um, yes. besides mm-hmm. my family, of course, my dad, my mom, my bonus parents. But, um, you know, just going through the, not feeling like they really understood what it was like to go through those things that mm-hmm. I was going with with my kids. I felt like I wanted to relate to other women that were going through what I was going through. So when I started the foundation, it was to completely focus on single mothers. Okay. And so what we provided was, or still provide is free counseling. We help with some utility bills. So if your bill is 500, we might be able to get you 200. But, you know, we help with some utility bills and uh, we do food drives. We did one for Thanksgiving for COVID. We did one in December for COVID. Because we started out in Montgomery and now we are serving Atlanta and Montgomery areas. Oh wow! So we've That's been awesome. trying, yes, we've been trying. We've been going. We've gotten about three grants, I think, last year, and so we're just really working hard to try to make sure I have a group, a private group on Facebook, where I try to get in there and I make you on there when I get off the of gear um, to just motivate and just. Just give them a little tidbit bit of some type of positive energy because okay. I think that we lack that, man. So I want us I wanted to build a little sister circle where women can come together, talk about whatever, business, their emotions or whatever, and have free counseling. I do five free slots at 30 minutes every week. Okay. And then I also, like I said, do the financial services and then we do, you know, food drives and whatever else we decided we want to do care kits or whatever we decide we want to do, you know,
0: that's awesome. And and it's well rounded for for uh, single moms because we we need all of that. Um, yeah. I'm a recent recently um made as a single mom because of my husband who uh passed away um in november of 2019 thank you i i really appreciate that um it's 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 interesting now, um, I have two teenagers, so they kind of like, you know, independent sort of conduct. <laughs> but of yeah. course, you know, mom, we still take care. We got to take care of the household, make sure dinner and all of that stuff is is put together. But also yeah. as a single mom, you need support for yourself. Um, yeah. Somebody you can talk to and relate to. And and if you need to vent about something, you can do that as well. So I, I really commend you on doing that for, it is so necessary in this day and time it really is so thank you (laughs)
1: thank you thank you for not giving up and pushing forward despite that's tough you know so I, I want to thank you because every every time I see a you know a woman who it has gone through a challenge or a difficult situation and they're still able to talk about it and move forward and accomplish, I think that is amazing. So I thank you because you inspire me and others as well.
0: Yeah, uh, I really appreciate that. Now we before we had talked uh, before we got on the air. We were getting ready to get into a conversation about the name of your radio uh, talk show, and it is called, and I just lost it. Where did it go? Okay. I'm looking on paper, y'all. I'm sorry. Okay. So the name of her talk show is called Climax Sessions. And the way that it's spelled reminded me of the r group back in the day. So please give me some information on your oh. talk show.
1: I definitely, definitely know about the group from back in the day. So that is where the name spelling came from. But I knew by putting that name on this radio show that people would be like, oh my God, (laughs) what the heck is she going to be talking about, you know? (laughs) so. Um, I chose it because I thought about what is a climax, you know, what is a climax? What is the actual definition of a climax? Mm-hmm. And it really, truly, at the end of the day, basically said it's when you reach a peak, when okay. you reach a peak. So anybody that comes to my show is business owners. I want them to reach a, a peak and laughter while they're on my show. I want them to reach a peak and feeling motivated while they're on my show. I want them to reach a peak and feeling like they're promoting their business. Whatever it is that you coming on that show to gain, I want you to reach that peak while you're there.
0: Hey, I like that. I like uh-huh. that.
1: So that's what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was like, I'm going, I got to ask her. I got to ask her. Because the first thing that popped in my head was that group. So yes. thank you. <laughs> thank you're you welcome. for that. You're welcome. <laughs> so as we come close to the end of this, I cannot... Well, two things that I really want to make sure that we talk about. First of all, your book, which the name of your book is entitled "It's a Losing Battle I Won." How did you come up with that title?
1: I came up with the title "It's a Losing Battle," but I won because the truth is, it was a losing battle. I thought that I was not winning, but I did win. Mm-hmm. So. All, all my life, I feel like I've gone through things and I had to think about the fact that everybody has. So maybe it's somebody that needed to hear my story and maybe it would inspire them to write their story. So in this book, I also have journal areas that encourage people to write about their stories, to encourage okay. them to get things off of them, their chest, kind of like as a self-care activity. But what I talk about is my experience with feeling suicidal, my experience with being depressed, my experience with tr- going buck wild trying to find myself, my mm-hmm. experience with abuse, and my experience with being a mother to two beautiful young men, you know? So just talking about how I felt like I was losing, but in all actuality, I turned it around and now shoot, I was winning.
0: Hey, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. And the best therapists are the ones that have gone through a yes, lot of I agree. stuff. Had three. <laughs> you can definitely. Exactly, exactly. You can definitely say, and I and I tell everybody um, this that I've been there, done that, bought a t-shirt, a cap and I'm still looking through the souvenir shop because I I could pretty much buy everything in that shop as much as I went through personally myself. So the best therapists are the ones that can say, I know where you are. Now let's try to help you get get through this thing because it's possible based on what you've gone through and now where you are today. So that's awesome.
1: I am, I look, I try to tell people, you know, and they wonder why I call my, my, not my kids, my clients, client friends. Mm -hmm. I do it because I feel like if I'm, I'm going, I had to think about myself, you know, when I go to therapy, do I feel kind of strange when they call me a client? Yeah, maybe a little bit, you know, did I know it bothered me? No, I didn't know it. But so when I experienced it, because I've been to therapy before, I said, you know, we got to remember that clients and consumers and customers and patients are human. Yeah. So I call them client friends. you know. <laughs> I like
0: that. I really do. That That's really good. <laughs> Sasha, how can people get in contact with you for your services? How can people reach you on social media and to purchase your book?
1: My book is on Amazon. It's mm-hmm. also on my website, sashamercedes.org i have so many ways you can get me you want to follow me on tiktok youtube instagram it's all sasha mercedes with three s's on instagram and everything else has two
0: okay so
1: it's uh, pretty much if you type in sasha mercedes you'll find me and um so yeah that's pretty much how you'll find me and um you know, just reach out. If you um, send me a, a DM on Instagram or go to my business page on Facebook and send me a message, I respond. I'm not funny acting at all.
0: Okay. Okay. And are your services as far as therapy, is it done as of right now online? Yeah. Okay. Completely. Awesome. Okay, good. And as I always ask all of my guests, do you have any parting words of inspiration to share?
1: I actually do. And and what I want to tell people is, you know, just be mindful of the words that you allow to come out your mouth. Because a lot of times we'll say things and we don't realize that we are not guiding ourselves in alignment with what we desire, what we deserve. So you talk about and guide yourself and speak the words in the direction that you want to go and stay in alignment with some positive thoughts. And I'm not saying that negative things will not come and will not come to mind, but it's your job to set a boundary, focus on what you desire because you deserve it and go after that, focus on that. That's all I got to say.
0: Yeah, good words, good words, words of wisdom for sure. Sasha, it has been an honor and blessing to have you on Wove Inspiration. Thank you so much for sharing so much um, insight and all of your information and it will definitely be shared on my social media as well
1: thank you so much i appreciate you having
0: me you are very welcome hey you guys this is althea with wove inspiration podcast you guys have an awesome day take care stay safe god bless thank you once again for tuning in to wove inspiration podcast or someone you know is interested in using their voice to share their story on Wove Inspiration, contact us at www.woveinspiration.com. You can also listen to past podcast shows on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or any other platform you listen to podcasts.